Hey, I think we should start with me and you talking. I think that'd be kind of fun. Like, hey, you, you ready to call your dad? Because okay. yeah. because I bring you in at the end too. Right. So maybe it would make more a little bit more sense to have you in the beginning and like yeah. uh and and plus you can edit this and do whatever you want to. You know, I'm just gonna make this into the clip, right? Yeah, okay. I, I figured that. Right. So let's call dad. All right. Hello? Dad. Devin. Are you are you ready for Peter's Payton podcast? Yes, I am. Hey, how was the gala? Ah, oh, the gala was unbelievable. It's such a good time at the gala. Yeah, that was right. that was on uh, Thursday night. Um, yeah. with uh, you know, you you name a famous Nugget or Av or Rapid or Mammoth. Uh, they but <laughs> they they were there. You name them, they wow. were there. It was wow. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, that's good. You could attend that. Wow, that's uh, fabulous. I was lucky to be invited to attend it. Yeah. <laughs> well, your buddy, your good friend Adam Schechter came through with a. Breaking news story about Mayo. Uh, he did. You want to? <laughs> so let's go through it. What What do you think about Belichick uh, getting fired? Let's just start there, and then we'll get to Mayo. But what do you think about uh, your boy Belichick getting blown out? <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> I was totally 100% in favor of that. I mean, he was a great, great coach. And <clears throat> he appreciated all his wins and victories and so forth. But um, Hey, by the way, uh, your mother predicted that Mayo would get the job. Well, she is she she's a smart cookie, that that mother of mine, Eileen. She <laughs> You know. Yeah, what was was yeah. she hey, was she saying in the kitchen, "Hold the mayo?" <laughs> that's funny. That's that's go. a good one. That's a good one. I've there. only used no, that joke I, like I, 20 times, but yeah. yeah. No, I think that I think this is a good. I actually thought he would pick uh Mike Frable, but uh he um, craft, but this is uh, this is a good move, and uh, it's a young guy. He's only what thirty seven. He's got four kids. He lives right next to the stadium. He lives in North Attleboro, okay. so he could he could walk to the stadium practically, and uh, he should do well. He's a linebacker. He's been a assistant coach for a number of years. He knows everybody. So. Uh, what do you think? You hey, think Dad, if, if if you made five million dollars a year, would you walk to the stadium? If if it was, <laughs> do you made that kind of money? No, I well, I wouldn't walk backwards, but I might try it forwards. It's not that far, and, and he, he wants to stay in good shape. So, um, well, yeah, I what do I mean? No, no. What what do what do you think? I mean, you're you're a Patriots guy. You're a Boston guy. I mean, what was what was the past uh, couple days like? As you say, as as all you. Uh, you folk there in uh, Massachusetts say goodbye to, to Bill. I mean, what 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 well, were you guys going through? I I personally and Mom personally, and I think many many fans are very appreciative of Bill Belichick's expertise and his winning ways. Right, and uh, the fact that uh, uh, he just uh, he just was a fabulous coach, and he has a great background, and uh, goes right back to his father down in Annapolis and so forth, and. Of course, he spent a year up here at uh, Andover Academy before he went to Wesleyan. And uh, so he's got some local stats here before he even took over. But he's um, it was a fabulous coach. And uh, I guess the time comes for everybody. It, there's a certain time when you have to get off the stage. Do you, and, wh- uh, where do you think he'll end up? Well, um, <laughs> your friend there thinks he's going to end up in Atlanta. Schechner. Yeah. Adam Schefter. Yeah, Schefter. 
but uh, I don't know. I think <clears throat> it's hard to say. What, who do you think it will grab him? Well, it's interesting. When I was doing a podcast there with my guy, uh, Chad Brown, and he thinks if the Cowboys lose, Jerry Jones will blow out Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones no, would hi- hire Belichick in uh, Dallas, which kind of makes sense because of that sort of Bill Parcells sort of tree. And, um, you know, everything's kind of set up in Dallas already. You don't have to start rebuilding or anything. And oh, it, no, they got a beautiful stadium. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of set up great for that coach to take you to the next level. And we did have that with the Broncos kind of where John Fox got the, the Broncos to that Super Bowl level, but couldn't win the Super Bowl. And they bring yeah. in Gary Kubiak and, you know, Koobs was great. And he was yeah. that last piece of the puzzle. So if you're going to go anywhere, it's hard to imagine rebuilding a team with Belichick. However, if you're really just talking about a guy to for the next like three years, something like mm. that, who can just sort of guide a really good team to another level. I actually think that's a perfect scenario for Belichick that you just, as an owner, just have to keep an eye on the future. But it's like, like going to Carolina or Washington to start all over again does not make yeah. sense. And you can make the argument with the Chargers. They got a great quarterback, great uh, pass rush. You know, they've got an incredible facility they play in. You know, that yeah. seems to be set up pretty well, too. Yeah. So I well, think it's, it's got to be something like that. Well, how do you think you'll get along with Jerry Jones? Great. Why wouldn't you get along with Jerry Jones? Well, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if he would. They're two strong-headed people. Well, I think and Robert. Maybe... I think Robert Kraft is a Robert Kraft is a strong-headed guy. Robert Kraft oh, yeah. is yeah. Kraft is out in the media. Kraft isn't a quiet owner. So no, I, I. And all the football decisions would clearly be Belichick's, not Jerry Jones. Although Jerry Jones does ask as the general manager there too. Listen, yeah. I don't know who who knows, Dad. Uh, but if, yeah. if if um. It is just wild, though. All right, let me get, let me ask you this, then we'll move on to some of your paintings today. Um, where does Belichick fit in the pantheon of great New England professional uh, New England slash Boston coaches? Where, where does he rank? Well, Shaughnessy, uh, one of them, just <clears throat> wrote a big thing about that. It's Red Auerbach and Belichick. No, no question. Who's Those one? Two. Who's two? Uh, they didn't. They gave them both parody. Um, well, what do you I think? I would say... Oh, I think Red Arbeck. I'll give him an edge. And uh, th- th- that was a uh, close. I mean, when you get to- when you look at the basketball back in the 60s, 70s, and you know, the great games with the Lakers and the and the uh, and the uh, Celtics, I just uh, and it was a tighter, tighter group. Much, much. Uh, uh, it's so much more developed now. But Red Arbeck was was a genius as a coach. He truly was. He brought in Bill Russell. Uh, as a best, uh, as a coach and a, and a player, he did a lot. He brought in the first uh, black uh, athletes in the basketball. He just was a fantastic coach, and he used to smoke a cigar uh, before the game was over. If the if the Celtics were were in command of the lead and wasn't weren't going to be defeated, he would light up this big stogie, and the other owners hated that. They absolutely hated it, and I always loved him for doing that. So. I'm very partial to Red Arbeck, so I'm going to give him parity. <clears throat> give him each a hundred percent. All right, there uh, you go. And uh, by the way, uh, Gerard Mayo around here was called Little Belichick. I don't know if you knew that. Did you ever hear that? No, I mean, I I assume if he's been on this, uh, he's very highly regarded. I know that. 
Yeah, right. He is. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he'll work out well. Yeah. I think he'll have good report with the with the players. And he's, uh, you know, he's a, he was a great player himself, linebacker. And uh, so I'm very happy about it. And I hope everybody else is. All we need now is a quarterback. <laughs> well, and and that's really interesting because that does impact the Broncos too. Because the Patriots sit there at number three. Do you think? Do you think the Patriots will? make an aggressive move to jump from three to one with the Chicago bears to get Caleb Williams. I think it's, uh, I think it's more than 50% possible that, that he will. Um, is that, a, way, is that a lot of talk there in New England, by the way, are people talking about that possibility of jumping up to number one? No, Oh, they're not. No. And I, oh. I well, I, I watch the TV and I read all the newspapers. I have not seen that mentioned at all. So oh, okay. that's, that's something that completely, <clears throat> you know, I don't know if you remember Darren, but when, when we lived out in steamboat, uh, Bill Belichick was with the, uh, Broncos, uh, during the, yep. uh, yep. Yep. you know, when they won that, when they played in the Super Bowl with Craig Morton. And uh, I didn't realize that he was there for five years. Is that correct? Oh, I don't, I, I know he was with the Broncos at some point. I don't know the details. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that, that's, uh, I didn't know if you, uh, had well okay. to me, wow. We're like clearing our throats here to me. Yeah. That's not a big deal because these coaches, dad, they coach for almost, you got to look at it. It's crazy. Once you get in that loop, that NFL loop of assistant coaches yeah. and coaches, yeah. It, it seems like you stay there forever and you never leave. Yeah. You never leave it. And you, you end up coaching for seven, eight, nine teams. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really not that big of a deal because so many coaches stay there and coach for everybody. So whether or not he's, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter, frankly, Yeah, you know, so it's not, it's, do I remember it? No. Is it a big deal? No. Do a lot yeah. of coaches do it? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, as they say, football is a result business. So they don't even care about it. I, we, I heard an interview with a head coach the other day and he goes, I'm standing in the stadium. I think it was Mike McDaniel. Goes, I'm standing in the stadium and I'm like, oh yeah, I used to coach here. Like it didn't dawn on him that he was a former coach there until he was back there inside of the stadium. That's, that's the turnstile yeah. of these guys lives, which is kind of brutal. But I don't think Belichick yeah. has a life. I really don't. I think this yeah. is it. So I think he'll just keep on coaching. Period. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, he, he well, he needs fourteen more wins. But uh, you mentioned uh, McDaniel. Did you, I can't imagine he was a wide receiver. He's so thin. McDaniel, Mike McDaniel. Well, yeah, he went yeah. to like an Ivy League school or something. I think he went to didn't he? I, th I think he went to like Princeton. Oh, he, or something. I think he went. I think he went to Yale. Yeah, right. I, I, I think, think you, that you. I think you could have been a wide receiver at Yale. I I, it's, I don't <laughs> I don't know if it's that big of a deal. I, I really wouldn't worry about it. All right, let's get on with your paintings again. All these paintings okay. are uh, eighteen by twenty four inches, right. perfect yep. on the wall or wherever you want them, and uh, they're all for sale, uh, valued between two hundred and five hundred dollars. Reach out in the comments, and it's a ridiculous system that we have to get them to you, but it works. It does work. Yeah. So reach out in the comments yeah. and teaching new uh, old dogs, new tricks with mom and dad in terms of commerce is tricky, but, but we'll get it done. We'll get it done one way or the it's other. It's hard to teach the ancients. <laughs> I know, but the bonus, I'll give you the bonus. If you are interested in something, you will develop a personal relationship with Peter and Eileen McKee for whatever that's worth. 
because that's the only way we figured out about how to get these paintings out. So, I mean, you will have a one-on-one conversation with Peter and Eileen if you're into this stuff. So, <laughs> here we go. Let's start with Ed- okay. Edward Scissormouth. Edward Scissormouth. Edward Scissormouth. Okay. Uh, the thing with, um, uh, let me see here. Edward Scissormouth was a takeoff of uh, a, um, you remember the movie? I think it was a movie years ago called um, Edward Scissorhands. Of course, of course. Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. and Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this painting is a takeoff from the, um, from that uh, Edward Scissorhand. And um, I was reading about it in an old uh, summary. I don't know where, where it was about Edward Scissorhand. I never saw the movie myself, but I always liked the title. And I uh, started thinking, okay, uh, <clears throat> what if he had a scissor mouth mm. to go along with his scissor hands? And I started, <clears throat> now that was kind of crazy thinking, but I was something that just moved me around. I thought, <clears throat> that, that could make a crazy abstract. So I started putting some <clears throat> colors together uh, for, um, for an abstract and mo- moving things around and came doing this and that and painted it over several times. And it came out to be this painting, not, not for the children's room though. Why, why do you say that? You think it's a little disturbing? Yeah. It's, well, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do actually. Yeah. I, I it's a little, it it's a little, disturbing. it's a little odd. <laughs> I like it. I do like it, but it's, 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 it, I, I look at it and it, it feels troubled. Like it's, um, uh, <laughs> It's 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 like kind of not even a, it's almost like some sort of weird animal more than a person with like human features. It's 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 out there, man. It's a it's a it's definitely an out there sort of deal. Yeah, well, I wanted it to be because the view is the final decision maker of what uh, transpires between the painting and their vision. But uh, I did want it to be crazy. And uh, if I succeeded, in that, I'm lucky. So. So thank you for that. Um, well, I mean, because you have these weird offset eyes, and you've got a, a basically a scissor mouth. I mean, it looks yeah, <laughs> not actually a scissors, but it looks no, sharp. I, right? I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to kiss it. You know? <laughs> no, no. What is what is a hey, what is uh Edward scissor mouth thinking in this picture? Well, he's probably thinking what he just cut with his mouth because there's some stuff dripping down there. Oh, I see. And, he, and, and he's, he's, he's probably swallowing the rest of it and drip down the rest. That would oh, be my guess. Dad, seriously. <laughs> We're taking you to the loony bin for this one. That's uh... <laughs> How do you know I haven't already done that? I know. How, how long does it take you to finish a painting like this? Oh, well, this one took a little longer than some abstracts because I kept changing the colors and moving things around. But uh, this one here, probably, I did a 2021, uh, probably uh, a total of maybe 10 hours. 10 hours. I'm just just wondering, like, how long, or maybe I should just ask you, how long do you keep these thoughts in your head about the, because you've got to be in the mind of the painting, I would guess. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I keep changing that. My mind keeps my mind keeps changing when I do one line or one colorful thing and then rub that against something else. <clears throat> that keeps changing. This this painting here probably changed six or seven different 
times in different colors and just keep painting over it. The nice thing about abs, uh, the uh, acrylic is that it dries very quickly. It can dry within 20 to 25 minutes, a particular color. Where in oils, it might take three to four to five days. So I love, I love acrylic. Yeah. And it's brighter, brighter. Acrylic is brighter than oil, which I, which I like. So the paintings, um, they, sometimes they almost paint themselves down. And really, it's yeah. just like, I feel anybody could do it if they just wanted to try it. A lot of people just, just try painting. See, see how they make out. It's all right. Fun. Let's get to, uh, yeah. sailing with Peter Max, sailing with oh, Peter Max. Okay. Um, oh, well, that's beautiful. Peter Max, Peter Max is one of my favorite living artists. Yeah. He really is. Uh, he burst, let's see, he burst upon the scene in like 1960s uh, with his bright, colorful paintings that uh, projected happiness, uh, imagination, and fantasy. Um, well, this this think- one this one is a easy one to see. You're inspired by Peter Max. I mean, especially oh, yeah, I, want, I, I wanted that. To, I'm glad you noted that because that's what I, that was my uh, intention to make it first real one. You say, oh. Peter Max. I would, you know, yeah, would, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, well, uh, he actually trans- yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to say I think it's just a beautiful use of colors. Um, and the, it's the, you know what? It, it's the reflection in the water of mm-hmm. the squiggly line sort of. I mean, that to me, those shapes and yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that flowing. There's, there's very <clears throat> few like hard edges in Peter Max painting. Everything is kind of right. flowing. It feels like to me. Yeah. Soft and, and fantasy. Right. Uh, he, yeah, he did. He projected that. And, uh, he basically transformed the art, uh, scene during the mid century and which, uh, in the sixties was known as the unquiet decade, but I loved his artistry. Uh, it made me happy, <clears throat> made me joyful. And, um, I'll tell you a little story. Forty about forty years ago, I was fortunate to buy a beautiful G clay canvas of his called Angel. Mm. Uh, it's a gorgeous uh, painting of a. I'm sure you saw it. It's been in our living room for yep, years. Yeah, of course. Uh, gorgeous painting of a winged woman angel that I love to look at every day uh, in the living room, and I see it every day, and I <laughs> never get sick of looking at it. And uh, also, my wife Eileen and I were lucky to meet Peter at a uh, exhibition down in Burlington, Mass, about 20 years ago, and he granted me a, an autograph. And um, one of the only two autographs that I've ever collected, I'm not an autograph collector. Right, right. And the, the other one was from Tom Cruise when he was filming The Firm at Harvard years ago. That's so funny. Um, he waited about two hours for everybody to get, leave. But he signed every everybody's autograph that was there for over two hours. And it happened that, <clears throat> that scene of him coming, running out of uh, the gate at Harvard um, Yard happened to be, that that was the last rap of the movie. But that scene of him running out, <clears throat> excuse me, he ran out about six different times carrying some books and stuff. It turned out to be the first scene in the movie. And Mom and I were asked with a bunch of other people to walk back and forth over across the uh, yard, little about fifty yards, because we would be in the movie at the beginning. Well, we went to see the movie. I never saw us. So, <laughs> oh, well, anyway, you got cut. Yeah. Sorry, that's where it goes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my painting uh, on display uh, on display here that you're seeing was uh, kind of soft sailing with him, just kind of a drifting along in a faraway, never never land. And uh, unfortunately, Peter Max now has major health problems and oh, does very little painting 
basically he tells them what to do and outlines the whole thing and signs it. But he has some craftsmen that help him like they did in the old days uh, during the uh, Middle Ages. All right, Dad. Uh, boy, both of us are clearing our throats. We we need to go take some hot tea or something and relax a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let yeah. you go. But um, you know, you know, I love you. And uh, uh, I love you, Darren. I love you. And say hi to Johnny for me. There you go. All right, Dad. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Pal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. There you go, Johnny. He loves you, Johnny. He does. I'm telling you, he says he's unprompted. Say hi to Johnny. The feeling is mutual. Say hi to Johnny. <laughs> Man, uh, good luck editing Ahem, that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that that was that that hey. had to set a record hey. for McKee's clearing their throats in a podcast. W- whatever gets us to that Tom Cruise story, I don't I don't care. Was, that's gold right there. If you want to buy any of them, yeah, my parents. Can you imagine? They're they're lunatics. They're they're the. Peter, we got to go to Harvard Square. Tom Cruise is filming the firm. Hey, oh, they want us? Peter, Peter, we got to walk back and forth. Come on. Come on now. No, no, just I bet they fought. I bet you anything they fought about how they were walking back and forth. Well, he was going, I have a Peter Max, you know, which is, you know, not that's a pretty good autograph to have. I was thinking, you know, maybe he has like a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some some sort of artist. No, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I I was like, actually, I did know that story. He has told that one before, but um, but I didn't know it at the time when he goes, I got two. I'm like, all right, what's the other one? And, uh, you know, you did. You did think it was going to be something kind of shitty. And it was uh, boom, Tom Cruise. You'd, th- you'd think you'd lead with the Tom Cruise autograph first, but let me tell you about this painter that anybody's. I mean, Peter Max is a famous painter. I'm not saying he's not, but he's he's not like Tom Cruise, you know. But uh, Barry, yeah, come on, really buried the lead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The title, right, right. That's so funny. All right, well, there you go. Peter's painting podcast with the. Oh, and I met Tom Cruise. I mean, we got to walk better. We got to walk. We got to walk in this scene better back and forth. My parents are lunatics. Stalkers. They're stalkers, Johnny. They're stalkers, I'm telling you. And Harvard Square. Let's stalk Tom Cruise and the fam. All the paintings are available. Inquire in the comments and like and subscribe. Peter's Painting Podcast. We got uh, Edward Scissormouth, which is disturbing. And uh, and then sailing with Peter Max, which is tranquil. Tom Crows. Thanks, Dad. I love you. Mm-hmm.